fantasy managers hello and welcome back to the fbl addicts game week one preview show fantasy premier league 2021 and 2022 season powered by esports live it's amazing to be back here with the rest of the panel because the premier league season is now just days away days hours we're all counting it down Big thank you to everyone who's turned in for the three previous preview shows. A bit of housekeeping first before we start. You've got to make sure you register for our league. With the FBL Addicts Mini Leagues, our free co- mini league code is 1KSRYW. And if you want to see a little bit more competition, check out our paid mini at slash FBL Addicts, which includes 5K worth of cash prizes and a total of 52 to be won, in fact, including Manager of the Week, Manager of the Month, and End of Season Cash Rewards. Plus, we've also launched our very first and our very own Women's FPL Mini. The code is below. Make sure any female managers out there join. It is completely free. And our FPL Community Discord server is also buzzing at the minute. Everyone's in there, you know, getting all the information, trying to sort their teams out and details on how to join. All that sort of conversation is on the website as well. And uh, we really need your assistance just finally before we start with the podcast. Um, you know, if you're listening out there and you're enjoying the podcast on Apple, just please take a moment to just rate and review so we can, you know, reach many more fancy managers out there that uh, that need all of our help and um, a little bit of our advice. But um, yeah, a rate and a, a review would be greatly appreciated. Helps the algorithm and it will help us. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe, Instagram, follow, Twitter, follow, all that sort of stuff. But um, now that that's out of the way, it's time to introduce the panel and the guests today. Of course, we've got the guru, uh, Matt Day from FPL Addicts, Jack from Esports Live, Statman Dave, our man on the ground from the UK, Chris Reed, and my right-hand man in the commentary box, Oliver Walker-Peel. So we'll start with you, Ollie. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, it's been a pretty sad day for me as a Rovers fan. Uh, woke up at, at half four to see that uh, Armstrong's been confirmed to Southampton. So one of the only two players who's kept our club relevant for the past few years is gone. So, you know, obviously... Sad to see him go, but wish him well. And we also lost to Morecambe in the League Cup. So, in terms of football, it's, it's been a pretty bad day for me. But, you know, happy that the Premier League's back and we're back on these pods. Yeah, absolutely. You got off to a good start on the weekend, though. You know, winning first game of the season against Swansea at home. Nice to see fans back in the stadium and everything. Something which was surprising. Obviously, winning games always helps. But, uh, yeah, the fans were fans were decent. Glad to have them back. And hopefully it can power us on to a, to a decent season. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the guru, this is his, his bread and butter. This is what he loves. He's back on today with us in the uh, the new Tottenham shirt. It's uh, I don't even know how you'd describe it. If you had to pick one word, Matt, in the in the English language, what would you use to describe that shirt? Outrageous. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a pretty safe word to use there, mate. But are you, are you happy to be back and everything? You know, Spurs have had a, a pretty decent pre-season and um, obviously FPL is, you know, it's what you love it's what you, you you're good at so are you excited for it to be back yeah can't wait elliot Look, it's going to be good you know a couple of days to go until the deadline you know team starting to make a few more changes this week um and yeah can't wait and obviously yeah with spurs it's been a good pre-season but you know i won't be uh you know won't be too uh sort of have my feelings sort of known until we know about harry kane i'm still a bit nervous so see how we go there yeah, we've all been watching that one with, you know, a lot of uh, keen eyes and, you know, just waiting each day, checking the, the news outlets. But it seems to be same old, same old each day, mate, all the, the rumours and the nonsense. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, but we've got to see if anything amounts of it. And Statman Dave is back on today. It's um, I wasn't on last week, so I haven't spoken to you in a while, Dave, but are you doing well, mate? 
Yeah, doing well. Been been a busy few days for me at work, but I've managed to sneak in a few changes into the team for to prepare for game week one and uh, done a fair bit of prep for our little exciting draft on Friday night. So hopefully that'll keep me in good stead to, to pick a few good players on Friday. It's a very good point. If you are listening out there, we've got our uh, our draft podcast, which will be at 9pm on the 13th of August, the Friday uh, Melbourne time. And I think that would be uh, 12 midday in, in England. Reedy, is that right in saying? If it's nine here, it's 12 o'clock midday for you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> a lot to look forward to, uh, obviously. Can't wait for that, can't we? Good start from Reedy. Uh, he's, he's made too many transfers. His Wi-Fi can't handle it anymore, I don't think. <laughs> Are you back, Reedy? <laughs> we'll go to you, Jack. Can you hear me? Is it broke on me, is it? <laughs> We'll head to you, Jack, you know, sitting there in your, your new Man United shirt and sitting there excited for the season as well, mate. Yeah, buzzing, mate. And listen, uh, good to have you back, El. Obviously, after I've uh, been filling in for you, but it's, um, yeah, excited for the season, ready to go. Obviously, we've gone on lockdown again for the seventh time in Melbourne. Uh, well, well, six times, six and a half, whatever week we're in now. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was buzzing to go to the Man United Leeds game in the pub on Saturday. Gonna go and watch it, but it looks like we're gonna do a watch along now, I reckon. Um but yeah, excited to be back and ready to get going. Absolutely class, mate. Obviously, lockdown means more time to, you know, sort your fancy teams out and all that. So it's a little little blessing in disguise as Reedy just drops off there. We uh, we won't introduce him, so we we'll just get right into it now then, I guess. And um if we can bring up my share screen, we can, you know, start discussing a little bit more in depth about the the fixtures. Ollie, I'll just ask you just ever so quickly, you know, the, the first sort of fixture that pops out to you here. Um, if you had to list one, what what's the one that's that's making you think, mate? Oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the so-called obvious one to Jack because obviously he's a Man United fan. So I'm gonna go with the only game before that, Brentford Arsenal. Obviously, start the season off with a flyer. Uh, should be a decent game to be fair. Obviously, Brentford will want to start life in the Premier League, 50th club to ever play in the Prem. So they want to start life off in a positive note. Obviously, in front of their home fans, Brentford fans are usually decent. So I think they'll be looking forward to it. You got like Savar Antonio for Brentford. You know, want to make a point, and there's players for Arsenal that. I've got a point to prove, so it should be a decent game. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. I think it's going to be, you know, definitely one that a lot of, you know, fantasy managers should be watching with, you know, the Brentford assets. Everyone's a little bit uh, apprehensive, if you will, at the moment, you know, just not too sure if they should be going with them or not because, you know, the, the style of football that they play, they play pretty decent football and, you know, they, if they can tick this season in the Premier League, I know it's a big step up, they'll probably be a fairly decent side, but um, that's definitely a good first fixture to pick. But if we turn our attention to Spurs Man City Guru, and I'm going to ask you about this one, do you think this is a game that, you know, a lot of managers might be thinking, oh, I don't want to get in that Spurs asset because I've got Man City in the first week and that sort of thing. Do you think that, you know, the idea of Spurs playing Man City, the, the reigning champions is sort of putting a few people off? Yeah, I think it is. Um, look, they're obviously you know, blitz a league last season, City, and you know, no Harry Kane in the lineup for Spurs. So a lot of people will be looking at that game, wanting to to avoid it. But um, you know, I think from a fantasy point of view, there there could be goals. Uh, City have got a lot of injuries. There's going to be no De Bruyne, no Foden. Um, you know, from Spurs' point of view, Sons. You know, we've got a great record in that fixture. So um, you know, I think um, I think there'll be goals and. Definitely one to still consider, but I think a lot of people are, are put off. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then if I just go with the, the third thick fixture, I think, you know, out of the, the non-sort of obvious ones, I think Watford-Aston Villa is going to be quite a good one as well because there's a lot of early, you know, green in Watford's FDR rated on their fixtures and, you know, Villa have made a lot of new signings. People want to sort of see how they're going to get on and, you know, Danny Ings, Leon Bailey, uh, Buendia, who I think is probably going to be injured for the first game, unfortunately. Um, I saw he had an injury cloud on FPL, so I'm not too sure, but, you know, Jack, do you think that Villa, do you think they're going to tick this season and you know, hit the ground running for everyone's FPL teams? Tough one, mate. I mean, they've brought in a couple of signs to replace one player. So I don't know where all these three new players are going to kind of fit in with the uh, the players that were in last year. But I think it's exciting. I think it's going to be interesting. There could be a fair few goals in that one. I mean, Villa's defence last year was pretty solid for the first half of the season, three quarters of the season even. And um, Watford don't really know much what they're going to bring. They're always uh, an up and down, obviously, yo-yo team, aren't they? So I think they've got a lot, of, a lot of players. Was it like nine strikers they've got on there? I think <laughs> yeah. for Watford or something. So I'm not too sure who, who it's going to start. But Saar was really impressive when he was last in the Prem. Um, be interested to see how he goes. Um, and then obviously from yeah Villa's perspective, um, I've got a couple of them assets in there. So the likes of Ings, I'd be uh, keen to see if he's going to start firing. You know, he, he loves scoring goals, doesn't he? So... Uh, can he lead a team and be the main man with uh, Jack Grealish leaving now? You know, it's all it's all on him to do. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. They're sort of, uh, you know, the, the main fixtures that I think it's not necessarily even, you know, the, the best fixtures. I think they're just the ones that, you know, our FPL managers sort of looking at a fair bit with, you know, as you can hear, two of the promoted teams in there. People are sort of going to want to see how they're starting the season and how they sort of hit the ground running. So it'll definitely be interesting. But I think we've got you back now, Reedy. So um, we're, we're going to... How are you, basically? How are you doing? We'll start with that. How are you? Should we do a sound check first? Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> you sound fine now, mate. Yeah. Yeah, all good. All good. Um, yeah, I'm very good, mate. Thanks for thanks for checking in. Um, it's good to see all the guys back on the pod, obviously, all raring to go. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of looking at my team, um, not making too many changes. I think I'm set now. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, I think you know a lot of people say I'm set now. A couple of days before, and then you know you just you just go on and you're like, oh, just just have a little look, just have a little check if I got this player in and that sort of thing. <laughs> and you know I'm, I'm definitely a victim of that myself. And I know someone is trigger happy with their transfers as you last season will probably be the same. But um, if you're all sorted, mate, that's absolutely brilliant. If we um if we you know talking about teams, if we bring up the share screens now, um, we'll start with you, Statman Dave. And you you were mentioning before you alluded towards you know been checking out your team a little bit just making sure that it's uh you know just getting all the right all the right players in and making sure that it's going to be a good team to start the season because you know obviously it was your debut season for FPL last season so you know if you want to take us through your current team for game week one obviously there might be changes uh, on the podcast next week when you find out that our teams have completely switched but um just run us through your team for the minute mate uh, yeah, so made a made a few changes in the last few days. So I bought Target back in. Um, I can't exactly remember who I who I took him off, but I, I made some moves to try and free up some cash to to bring in an extra premium. So bought Target in. Um, I bought Sanchez in as well as as the backup keeper instead of Fabianski, uh, just to to get a little bit more cash. Um, obviously Robertson's uh, injury has sort of forced a change there. So I think like a lot of people, I've bought in. Um, Zemeckis, uh to come in uh, for him. Um, so the premium that I've been able to bring in uh, is Son. Um, so at the moment he's sitting on the bench. He may not stay there, but um, yeah. So Son hopefully will give me a, 
a few more points in the midfield. Um, yeah, I think my strikers are pretty much all the same and, and all the rest are, are as is. Um, but, yeah, pretty happy with the way it's uh, shaping up at the moment. I was yeah, pretty keen to get another premium in, which I've been able to do now. Yeah, Matt targets are definitely an interesting one. Priced at five million this season, I saw the other day when I was sort of looking at my team myself. He was definitely he was really good for Villa last season in terms of you know actual football and FPL wise. So, are you, do you think that he's going to be able to retain that for this season and you know keep keep up the form that he had? Yeah, look, hopefully, you know, I've just brought up his stats here at the moment. If you can see it, is um, so he had 138 points, uh, which is a pretty high amount for a defender, especially one that's a sort of not completely budget defender, but certainly a a fairly cheap defender and you know hopefully if he can he can match those minutes i think he he had one of the most amount of minutes in the league i think last year so hopefully that guarantees me a few sort of clean sheets and and um plenty of opportunities to score so yeah that's the that's the idea behind target being in there as a as a hopefully a fairly reliable defender who's gonna uh have plenty of minutes throughout the season yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Ian Acho, uh, senior man, Kalechi up top that you've got there. Did you see that he, uh, he scored a penalty the other day in the uh, the Community Shield against Man City? So, you know, he's already started his goal-scoring form for the season. So is, does he have your faith for the start of the season then? Look, he was one that I, I was sort of looking at this week, whether I was going to keep him or not, you know, because um, I'm trying to think of the name. What's the other striker that they've signed? Is it Deeney or something? Dakar. Um, sorry. Dakar. Deeney's from Watford or whatever. So, um, yeah, so obviously I'll see, I'll watch that with interest to see, I suppose, how much game time he's going to get with with obviously Dakar and Vardy and how, they, how they're going to fit them all in. Uh, but he's certainly there probably for now and he'll probably stay there for week one and we'll see how uh, how much game time he gets and whether he stays there or not. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's a, it's a really nice team to, to start the season off. It's definitely a couple of players in there that I maybe need to have a little look at myself. But um, yeah, some really good ideas there, mate. And um, we'll move on to you now, Jack. And uh, obviously, you know, I saw your team last week on, on the pod as well. So has it changed too much since then? Yeah, I've just kind of doubled around. I think I've rotated every player in FPL into my team, back out again and back in. It's... I'm, I do you know something. I'm actually just waiting on this Lukaku. On Lukaku, I need I need to have a look at him in my team and play around with a few assets around and see how that looks uh, before I make any final decisions. But I put uh, Trent in today um, as well. I put Ben Rama in. I just, I just don't know. My my head's gone with it at the minute. I just need uh, need 48 hours just to uh, see what else happens and then I'll I'll make some final decisions. But I mean, at the minute, I've gone from a, a three, three, four, three, which was on last week. I had a Kalechi up top, and then I've kind of dropped him, made some, moved some money around, brought Trent in at the back. I had Cancelo in there as well. I kind of want to bring him back in, if I'm honest, but because I think he's going to be nailed on for City. Um, and then still got Ings and Tony up top, um, Salah and uh, Fernandez in there. But I'm loving Greenwood. I, I feel like Greenwood has to be in my team as well, so I'm, I'm going to kind of keep. Keep that base of uh, Greenwood, Fernandez, and Salah. Probably going to keep Ings. Definitely keep him sure. Uh, targets in there, a bit like Statman. He's got great stats. He was so good for me last year. So I'm kind of playing around with him, but Cancelo back in. Uh, yeah, too much choice. Ed's gone. Move on to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that pretty much wraps it up then. I was, I was looking at your, your team now, mate, and it doesn't look like a bad side at all. So, um, you know, I like the, the Greenwood shout. He's, he's quite a different player that not too many people have gone with, but, you know, he's. <coughs> 
he's a cheap alternate to, to Bruno yeah. Fernandes, but you've obviously got him in your team as well. So what's the sort of thought process behind that, the, the double Man United in midfield and then one at the back, you, you know, Leeds, do you think it's going to be an open game, lots of goals like it was last season? Yeah, well, obviously last time we played him at home, didn't we, be him 6-2, those, you know, Leeds are going to come out and attack us. Uh, I don't think it'd be a nil-nil like it was uh, at the start of last season. Um, definitely goals. I think Greenwood's going to be firing. You know, those first five of the six fixtures we've got, we'll look like we're going to score goals. Cavani obviously been out until maybe game week two. Um, Bruno setting all them goals up. Greenwood on the end of him. Why not? And I think what I did have, I just thought I did have a Yotta in there as well. But having two, two Liverpool and two United assets straight away, it'd be I think it's a bit too risky. That's why I've kind of bottled that one. So I've dropped, that's why I dropped Yotta. But uh, yeah, Greenwood, I do fancy him in there. Um, big fan of his left and right foot, top finisher. Um, and I think he's, he's want to come out of guns blazing. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a season to watch for him. You know, it's going to, if he can get firing, then he can definitely going to put himself right up there with, you know, on course to be a pretty decent Premier League striker. Um, you know, he's, he's shown it for the past season. And I just remember that the lockdown, the, the first lockdown after that, when he came back and him and Martial were firing, you know, Man United were playing some good football. So it'll definitely be a good one to watch from him. We'll move on to your team now, Ollie, and the man that is on the back of your shirt, but on the front of your camera there, Armstrong, isn't quite in the game just yet, but... I'll just ask you before you go through your team, is he one that you, you think you'll get in your team, you know, no matter what he's priced at? Um, well, just on that, he'll be priced at 6.5. I think he'll be the same as Ivan Tony. 29 goals last season in League and Cup. I'm very tempted. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Um, I, could, I could go Armstrong and have Elliot in midfield just, just for nostalgic purposes, but who knows? Pro- probably not immediately, but I might do. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, What's his name? Obafemi uh, from Southampton, the, yeah, the other striker. He's on, Jack is on your bench, which I, know, I noticed. He's probably on his way to um, yeah. back the other way to Rovers. So I think oh, five million pounds. I think yeah, he's on. He's on the other way to, to Rovers. So uh, hopefully we can get Davis that one Yeah, or um, or um, Armando Broa, I think was the lad they signed from Chelsea for five. He's five million. I think they signed him on, on loan, maybe. So. He's five mil for Southampton. He'll probably get some game time, so you could go with him. Yeah, and uh, Blackburn going to retire the the number seven shirt for Armstrong. Is that is that the idea? <laughs> Don't be silly, mate. <laughs> Don't be silly. Um, no, we won't. We haven't. Oh, maybe Obafemi gets. Who knows? But I suppose that's for another day, isn't it? Yeah, we'll. we'll... We'll stop talking about the championship and we'll, we'll get back to FPL. You know, the, the main idea for the podcast. So just take us through your team, mate. <clears throat> well, I've got a full squad, so it really depends on what I want to, what I want to do. Um, I've got two four mil at the back with Amati and uh, Simicast. I've gone with two, um, <clears throat> two Newcastle players or two presumable Newcastle players. Ellie, I'm relying on you for the second one with, uh, with Willock. You know, we all think that one's going to get over the line, 20 million. So, if that happens, I'll keep him. If not, then there's no way. But, you know, happy with the balance. Mela Sar's a bit of a risk, but who knows? Three promoted players as well. It's it's an interesting one. There's a few differentials in there, but hoping it'll do the job for me. 
Yes, a lot of, as Jack just said in the chat, a lot of championship heroes in your squad so far. We definitely can see your love for the championship. You know, you've got Tony, you've got Pookie, you've got Saar, you know, even Harvey Barnes. If you go back a few seasons when he was with West Brom, he was a bit of a championship hero as well. So, you know, are you thinking that, you know, you've seen a little bit of them last season and you think they're going to perform in the big leagues? Well, I've just got that outside of knowledge, don't I? None of these lads have got championships. So. Mate, you're relegated. I've got the edge. <laughs> Have a word, Jack. Have a word. <laughs> Absolute relegation battle, are you mate? That championship team you've got. <laughs> nah, mate. Not having well, it. Not, having it. Yeah. not from you. I think it's, it's definitely a, a different team, mate. But you know, as you say, I've got to like it because you've got Jamal Lewis and Joe Willock, who you know, if all goes well, don't want to jinx it. He's having his medical today. I've heard a lot of reports, so we'll probably hear something on that. You know, maybe in the morning when we wake up, Ollie and six million. You know, he's probably still considered what a lot of people in FPL would call an enabler. So, and you know, he was, he was firing last season. So he's definitely a good shout there, mate. And if he can keep doing the same thing again, then I'm sure a lot of fancy manage, managers will be getting him in their team. But um, I want to ask you about Timu Puki just quickly, because last time he came up to the Premier League, I remember saying to you, I remember going, I'm going to put Timu Puki in my team. And you went to me, don't do it. It's not worth it. And in the first month, he went and did what he did and I'm never forgiving you for it. So is it going to be the reverse of that this time? I'm not going to have him in my team and you're going to have him in yours. When 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 do you play Macaro Road, mate, is the question I want to ask. <laughs> That's true, mate. Hat-trick, hat-trick versus um, against, against us. So, um, He's got Premier League experience, so I'm banking on that. They've obviously signed Josh Sargent as well from Werder Bremen, but there's no way he displaced Pukki. Um, he's more just to have as a striker on my bench because if you have a look at the options, like the cheap bench options, there's not there's not many up front. So I wanted to just go with one who I think you know I could rotate maybe with with Ivan Antonio or with some other players potentially. If we go to six point five, there's very few. Maybe outside of Ivan Antonio who you can really go with, you know the options there, then they're not plentiful at all. So. I decided to go Pookie, six million. I don't mind spending that on a third striker. I wouldn't mind going five mil, but I don't think there's many options there, to be fair. So, look, yeah, I'm just going with it just to have a bit of bench security, have a stronger squad, and hopefully it serves me all right. Yeah, and if, if Armstrong gets added into the game and, you know, by the off chance, he is six million to five million less than you're, you know, predicting, will Armstrong just slot right into your team, do you think? I'll put him in over Pookie. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Well, um... He was a good servant to your club. Good's underselling him, mate. Uh, like, mate, he's one of the best strikers I've seen play for Rovers. Um, done a reverse Shearer. So he's gone from, what was it? Went from Newcastle to Rovers to, to Southampton. Shearer went from Southampton to Rovers to Newcastle. So if he can produce anything like Shearer did, then we're on to one. But, you know, hopefully he does well in the Prem. Yeah, fingers crossed for him, mate. And I know a lot of people um, that don't want to go with Che Adams will probably be, end up going with him. But um, yeah, it's a really, really nice team. A lot of different players in there. So definitely be interesting to see how you start with the season, mate. But we'll move on to Reedy now. And the man who said that his team is locked in pretty much, he's not going to make too many changes. So we'll hold him to that for the podcast next week. And I want one of you out there to count how many changes he will have made by now and when uh, the game week actually starts. But um, just take us through your team, Reedy. I can see one Newcastle shirt already. So I'm already happy, mate. But um, take us through it. Yeah, Elliot, um, you might be right on that one. I can't promise too much, but um, you know, I'm, I'm I am pretty settled on it. Um, 
I've not really doubled up on many players from from teams. You know, Zoli really, I think, from what I can see, um, Shaw and Fernandez uh, from the same uh, team in my starting XI. Um, so I've tried to kind of spread it um, and build sort of, well, well, basically push my funds into my starting XI. Um, you know, I want to avoid being wasteful um, with any any of my uh, cash that I've got there. So I've tried to pick a, a strong um, nine or ten, and then make any changes based on fixtures. So as you can see, Sanchez in net, like most people. Now, Luca Digne is someone I put in recently, pretty much yesterday, I think. Um, and basically, it's it's based on Sigurdsson um, being in jail. I mean, sorry, not being uh, <laughs> potentially selected. Um, so we'll see on that. We'll see on that one whether Digne <laughs> delivers. Um, he'll be on a lot of the set pieces. So you've got Dunk, Lewis Dunk as well. Speaks for itself, his bonus points that he racked up. Um, he's a threat from set pieces. And Brian potentially could be uh, on for a clean sheet. I think Ollie will be happy if Burnley don't score. Um, Luke Shaw, he's been in there from the beginning. Um, Salah, same again. Mount, it's not really changed too much. The only two really is Dinya and Harvey Barnes. Um, I did mention him a while back. And I've gone back to him just because I think Leicester's first fixture, opening fixture against Wolves, it's a tasty one. Um, I think Leicester, off the back of the Community Shield win against City, they'll be buzzing. Um, so I've got him in there just because I fancy, fancy him to do a few bits. Uh, and then my front three, front three, I should say, um, Antonio, St. Maxman. And I think I've made a change with Ings uh, from Ollie Watkins last time. I think Ings has come in. He's on penalties. Whether he, you know, he was at Southampton, uh, whether he will be for Villa, hopefully that's the case. And um, yeah, boys, that's, that's it really. Bench is kind of... Cheap and cheerful, if you like. A lot of players there that are guaranteed starts. Uh, so, yeah, I like what I've done. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a really, really nice team. I've just managed to compose myself there from the uh, from what you were saying before. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. I want to just talk about your midfield mainly because that's where, you know, a lot of your money's been spent. A lot of people looking at Harvey Barnes. Do you think that, you know, he obviously was injured for a lot of last season, but, you know, he's scoring a lot of goals for Leicester. So do you think he's going to be, you know, back and to his best this season? I'd like to think so. Um, he's a definite starter for Leicester. So, you know, if you look at the majority of me starting 11 there, you know, they're all, they all start. Um, they're all starters. And Harvey Barnes, of course, uh, he's had a bit of time pre-season to get back to fitness. He's played a little bit in a, in a couple of the friendlies. Um, so I'm hoping he's raring to go for that first game against a Wolves team who've had to change manager. They've lost their keeper. He was a top, top keeper. Um, and, and they've not really made much um, many moves in the transfer activity, Wolves. So um, we'll see on that one. But I expect Leicester to sort of go all, all out, guns blazing. And uh, Barnes, I think, might get a, a goal or an assist. Yeah, absolutely. And then the double Brighton that you've got, Lewis Dunk and Robert Sanchez. Do you think that Brighton are going to be, you know, defensively solid this season? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, Potter's got them in a, in a good position in terms of how they play the style of football. You know, last season was really good. They just struggled a little bit in terms of scoring the, the goals. The, the football they played was, was actually brilliant. Um, but I'd expect them to keep clean sheet. It does worry me a little bit, a lot of... A lot of people have gone with Sanchez. If Burnley score early on, that's the clean sheet gone straight away. Um, but yeah, I can see Brighton doing really well um, in terms of defensive. 
Yeah, absolutely, mate. And it's it's a really, really nice team. You know, there's a lot of balance there. As you said, you haven't doubled up with uh, with too many teams. So it's, uh, it's a really, really nice team. And now you've got a, a, about a week on me to catch up on. So if we bring up my share screen, I didn't show my team last week. And it's very different to what it was sitting at last week as well. So if we move on to my squad now, I've got the same in goal as you, Reid. I've gone with Sanchez and then I've gone with Cresswell, Digne, Simikas and Alexander Arnold in the defence. I think, you know, obviously the two Liverpool assets, everyone's sort of got at least one Liverpool defender at the minute, I think. And then um, I'm hoping that, you know, they can manage to keep a clean sheet against the newly promoted Norwich, which uh, a lot of people will be hoping for. Cresswell was one that did so well for me last season that I think it'd be rude to to not sort of start with him in my team. Set pieces for him and, and Digne both are a massive, massive, you know, factor for a lot of people. Um, you know, corners, free kicks, they're both on them. So uh, I'm expecting sort of big things from them. Uh, if we move on to the midfield, Havertz is one that I've stuck with. Um, I'm awaiting, as, as someone was talking about before with Lukaku, I think it was it was you, Jack. You know, if, if, if Lukaku signs for Chelsea, you know, Havertz maybe won't be playing in that number nine role. Most likely not. You know, maybe he will for the first game, but um, he'll probably be moved out to the right, a lot of people are saying. So it'll be interesting. So I'm going to have to watch that one because if he's not playing as a nine, um, he's probably not going to be getting the same numbers that he was getting towards the end of last season. So it'll be an interesting one. Salah and Bruno Fernandes pr pretty much speak for themselves. I know a lot of people are going Bruno over Bruno. So um, it's going to be interesting with that. But um, yeah, he's in my team. I think, you know, penalties. He didn't have the best European. Uh, he wasn't the best at the Euros, but um, he's going he's gonna to be firing in the Premier League again this season, picking up his uh, his you know, numbers that he was getting last season. And then Wilson, Ings and Antonio up top. Um, surprised no one else has sort of gone with Callum Wilson. I know, Matt, you're not showing your team today, but you've sort of said that he's a fairly decent player to, to have on your team because of how much um, he's involved in all the Newcastles, you know, albeit few. When, when we score, he's usually involved with a lot of them. So I think he's one that um, people should be looking at again. And then... Um, Antonio sort of speaks for himself. West Ham were really decent last season. He again, you know, found himself injured for a fair bit. So I'm expecting him to be back. And then Ings, you know, it's, it's the toss up between him and Watkins. I think Ings will play. Um, and as Reedy said, he's probably, you know, a shout to be on penalties if he can take them off um, El Ghazi. But it's going to be an interesting one. But that's pretty much my team. Um, it, it's, it's good to see. I'll just point out, first of all, that, you know, it's a lot of different different teams you know towards the start of last season a lot of people had the the double spurs and uh, i remember you know the double southampton defense and keeper because of how good their fixtures were but i think this season it's uh you know a bigger variety of sort of teams have you sort of noticed that as well matt yeah yeah and, and you know obviously these teams that we've shown today have been all quite different um so i've certainly noticed that um you know there's a bit of a you know, mixed with kind of who to pick with these Liverpool defenders. You know, do I have Trent and, you know, Samikis? You know, or do you just have one? Do I put, you know, people sort of deciding, do they put a Chelsea player in, knowing that they've then got a couple of tough games, you know, and that type of thing. So, yeah, definitely seeing some sort of varied teams and, and uh, you know, varied players in, in each position. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And, you know, obviously you're not showing your team for us today, but you've got, um, you know, a couple that I think people want you to be showing and, uh, from from Twitter and stuff like that. So if you just bring up uh, the share screen for yourself, Matt, we can, you know, I'll hand over to you and you can take it away, mate. Ah, perfect. Thanks, Elliot. So we'll start with, uh, you know, one of our members from our Discord communities in the uh, mini league. It's uh, Enes Guna Dogan. Um, look, I, I, uh, when he did first come to the Discord, I thought it was actually uh, Gunda Gun, Gunda One. 
Um, so it's a nice little play on play on words with his name. So we had a bit of a bit of a laugh about that in the Discord. But he wanted to get his team rated, and you know, as you can see, it's quite a good side. He's got you know Sanchez in there, uh, Wilson, Carvert, Lewin, Fernandez, Salah. So if you know a few of the usual sort of uh, suspects, and you know, we wanted a bit of feedback from the the FPL community on Twitter, and we had a couple of responses. Um, you know, interesting pick with Bowen and Amati, um, but likes it. That's from FPL Bod. Um, you know, definitely not something you see in every team. You know, looking at that, I think Bowen is a really good shout. Um, and Amati as well is another one of those sort of four million range players that you're going to get a start from early on. And then we had FPL Atlas come back, uh, you know, solid overall team. Wilson is injured apparently. I think this was about a week, about three or four days ago, Elliot, and he, he looks fit now, doesn't he, Wilson? Yeah, he played for us against Norwich in the week, mate. So he should be, you know, absolutely ready to go. Him and Sam Maximan, there was a little bit of a, a little worry, but they both managed to get minutes in. Wilson started, uh, Saint came on after 45 minutes. So I think they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, so I think Wilson's still a good pick there that, that he's got. And then, um, you know, he also speaks about Bowen being a decent shout. Um, you know, and then he kind of goes on about sort of leads for tough starting fixtures because he's got Rafinha and Ailing on his bench. But personally, I think, Having those Leeds assets ready is actually quite a good move. Um, you know, he's got a pretty big squad here and, you know, you're going to want those Leeds players in around, so I think it's game week three or four, their fixtures pick up. So, you know, overall, he's got quite a good sort of squad there. And I think, um, you know, the um, the comments back are quite nice. And I'd say that's a pretty good team from, uh, yeah, from from Ennis Gundogan. I'm going to call him. Just call um, him so Gundogan. <laughs> call him Gundogan. I think he's Gundogan. I think he's happy with that now. And we'll move on now. We've got Spider King's team. Um, he's from our Discord as well. Um, we only got the uh, the one comment back actually saying he may is Spider King a Leicester supporter. Um, obviously, he's got Harvey Barnes, he's got Telemans, he's got Dakar as his captain, which I thought was quite an interesting one. Um, you know, so this this team here really caught my eye because he's he's got some different ones in there. You know, with you know Van Dyke, who I've not seen in you know, barely any teams. Kieran Cherney, I think he's a very good option this season. Not seen him in many teams. Uh, Cancelo, you know, Ziyech, um, he's got Kane on the bench, Rhys James. So, yeah, this this is a really sort of differential type of team. And, um, you know, that that could, uh, you know, if that goes the right way, he'll, he'll um, you know, smash it in his mini leagues. And then the last team we'll look at, uh, we've got one from... Ollie's probably not going to like the... Uh, the team name so much or the member it's uh petty claret he's our he's our burnley fan in the group so i don't he's from our discord too i don't think ollie's going to like this team as much um, oh this this is the best one this is the best one that yeah. i saw <laughs> I, I i had a chat with him he seems like an all right lad despite the fact he supports a dreadful team but you know yeah, it is what it is isn't it yeah he's got an interesting someone's side. got to be a burnley fan yeah yeah he's got an interesting side he's got matt ritchie and uh you know jeff hendrick in there which is you know, a couple of interesting options from newcastle uh, Tarkovsky and Ben Mee, who are both, you know, FPL veterans. So, you know, a couple of good moves. Um, Havertz, Sterling is a very interesting one as well this year. Um, so, yeah, we've got got some comments. Obviously, Elliot Craig, yourself, come back. 10 out of 10 for Jeff Hendrick alone. Uh, a comment from Donald Breslin. You've got a team full of differentials, so you'll either start way in front first few games or way behind. And the only pick that he agrees with is Havertz. Um, with Chelsea having terrible fixtures until game week seven, um, which is quite an interesting comment. I think Chelsea are quite a fixture-proof side, personally. But, um, you know, they've got Oli comes in, contains Burnley players, so zero out of ten, in his opinion. But on a serious note, uh, playing FPL without any bias, Jeff Hendrick 
would probably be his only issue and not a bad team. And then Elliot, again, sort of talking about Jeff Hendrick being the best player in his squad. So, but I definitely agree with the consensus that, um, you know, it's a team full of differentials similar to the last one from Spider King. So, you know, it's either going to go one or two ways where, you know, this, this could really shoot up the mini leagues if, if they do well. But yeah, very different, lots of different picks. So, yeah, that's, um, that's the last one of the, uh, of the teams that we got rated this week. Yeah, and you know, keep you know tweeting at the guru, asking him these sorts of things. Uh, his Twitter's on the screen there, as you can see. You know, FPL underscore addicts. So um, we've just got a question that's come in here, and uh, Fadzili has asked Bertrand or Pereira. I'll ask you, Guru. Um, a lot. I've seen a lot of people with Ryan Bertrand in their team, and I think a lot of Leicester fans are pretty confident that he is going to start. But do you think him or Ricardo Pereira? Uh, I'd I'd be saying Pereira. Um... You know, I think he's gone down in price this year, five and a half million prayer. I think we met, sort of spoke about him in our last pod as well. And um, he's going to start most games. I think Bertrand just kind of there, you know, as that rotation option whilst, uh, you know, there's injuries to James Justin. Uh, Castagna as well has got a, got an injury. So I think if you're going to pick between the two, I'd spend the extra 0.5 and, um, yeah, I'd be going Pereira. If you're looking at Pereira from two seasons ago as well, when he was fully fit and he was six million, um, yeah, he was great asset to have so now you can get him for five and a half i think yeah great option i'd, I'd be going Pereira every time yeah he was absolutely firing and then just to to finish off this section we'll just mention ever so quickly that um you've actually got a shirt giveaway going on at the minute guru um you know it it's on screen now if you can't see it head over to the guru twitter it looks absolutely awesome and um you know you can get yourself involved it doesn't cost anything you just got to retweet the tweet and uh, follow a couple of people and um you'll be in there to enter as you can see follow the follow his account um retweet it and you know enter into our free mini which i mentioned the code before so you've got to get yourself involved it looks absolutely awesome and um yes it's really nice to, to see a giveaway guru it's the first of many maybe yeah hopefully look this is um it's, it's something we want to do throughout the season, you know, for all of our for our members and our community. And uh, yeah, this is a great giveaway. Like, just look at that shirt. Like, you could wear. I could wear that nightclub, and that's how good it is. <laughs> oh God, yeah, we'll, we'll take you up on that one. Um, we'll, have, <laughs> we'll have to see the guru out clubbing in his uh, his very own FPL addicts uh, FPL top. But um, that wraps up the uh, our draft section. can't get over the new transition it's absolutely awesome every time i listen to it it's absolutely brilliant but um we'll move on to the it is mate it is guru's gonna be whipping out his uh, fpl top in a minute and be heading out <laughs> to the town at that rate but um we'll move on to, to your section now matt the guru section you know it's the information part of the podcast and we'll start we've just got a couple of um podcast discussion questions from a few of our discord members so we start with dodie and uh, i'll ask you guru and then we can open it up to uh, the panel as well but he says how to balance getting the must-have premium players by selecting the right enablers to be able to afford three premiums for example um, um, do you want to first of all explain to the viewers out there that majority of them probably don't know what an enabler is and i didn't until last night as well so there's absolutely no shame in that but um do you want to just explain what it is yeah so an enabler in, in fpl terms is you know basically someone that's a you know a low price that you can put into your side that's going to enable you to, to have more expensive players that are then going to perform better so you know an example this season would be in your midfield you've got dallas from leeds he's five and a half million so there you go you've got someone that's going to start every week he's going to get probably get quite a few points 
Um, but he's cheap, so then he's going to enable you to have these these premium assets, whether it be you know your Salas, Fernandez's, um, you know Lukaku's, whoever it may be. So um, yeah, that, that's basically what an enabler is. So um, yeah, pretty cool term, and um, yeah, I think it's one that's been been around in FPL for a while. So um, yeah, look out for that one. Yes. As he, uh, <laughs> if we go back, I to think the, he's still there. The, he's still there. The question now that we know what an enabler um, actually is. Um, yeah, I think Edit's going to ask a my... question, which we'll uh, we'll discuss with the wider group as well. But from my sort of point of view, um, you know, must have premium players. So sort of balancing them, I think you know you get your Salas and in your Fernandez Fernandez is in, which is balancing those sort of must-haves, um, and then to select those right enablers to for those premiums, you've got to make sure you pick an enabler that's going to uh, sort of play every week as well. In my opinion, I don't think there's no there's no uh, don't want to get like a, a four and a half, um, you know, Obafemi like we spoke about before that you put in and then he's gone um, or he's not going to get minutes. So if you're going to get the right enablers and you've got to be getting in like your Dallas's that are going to play uh, your Emil Smith throws and, and that type of thing, because when the premiums don't perform and you've kind of got those those three premiums in there, you're still going to sort of want to get your points back off those enablers as well. But obviously this one uh, would like to take to the wider group as well. So it'd be good to get your thoughts as well, boys. Elliot, can you can you help out on that one, mate? I think I'm back now. So um, yeah, I think as the guru said, it's just making sure that you know you're not just getting, you know, the 4.5 sort of million players, and you're getting in, you know, sort of mid-range. Um, you know, we spoke a lot about Dallas and stuff like that. The, the people that you know could come out with a a decent score. Um, and, you know, actually get you some points in the end because you don't just want to be starting like a, a Basuma or a, a, um, a Billy Gilmore from Norwich or something like that because, you know, they're most likely, they'll go out now and get like 20 pointers in the first game of the season, but they're most likely um, going to just get you two points every week. And that's not what you want, um, even if it means that you can get that extra premium asset. You know, sometimes it is worth it uh, going with that enabler, as we so call them, and then, you know, sort of downgrading just a little bit. But as, as you say, I think, you don't want too many of them in your team. You want to be able to get, you know, I'd say three of the big hitters. You know, I'm I, I'm a big fan of Salah and Fernandez, so I've I've made sure that no matter what, they're in my side. So I'd sort of build my team around that. So I think a good good sort of strategy for it, um, definitely for the start of the season, is sort of just pick the players that you definitely want. So for me, as I said, Salah, Bruno, and Trent were the ones that were nailed on for me, and then I sort of just built my team around that. I sort of just saw what I could do. But um, it's, it's a very good question, and obviously an enabler isn't something that I really knew what it was until now. I thought they were just called budget players. So um, we'll have to start using that term a little bit more broadly. But what's your sort of thoughts on this, Reedy? I know you've you played around with your team a lot. Um, you probably can consider Sam Maximan as an enabler. So you've probably got a couple in your team as well. So what's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a very good question. Um, and yeah, I've, I've done that. I've pretty much done that. You know, like I said before, pushing me funds into me starting eleven. Um, you know, and basically you select nine or ten, you know, regular starters for your for your eleven and you fill the remaining slots with cut price players who can be swapped in, in and out according to the fixtures. Um you can consider rotating your defenders. Obviously, a lot of people have gone in with a couple of five point five mil defenders, guaranteed starters, you know, defenders that are going to be on set pieces. And then you've got your low low price defenders, your four, four point five mils who are starters but are easy to kind of rotate and these enablers like your Dallas's, like your St. Maximans, um, you know, that they're the sort of 
they, they could be the make or break of this uh, FPL season, really, because these premiums, uh, premium assets are so high. It's difficult if you do take a premium asset out to potentially get them back in. So, you know, you have got to be wary of these sort of things. Um, and I think having these low price defenders and these enablers as well is definitely going to benefit you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really, really fair point. I saw a comparison uh, the other day towards last season and the amount of players that you could have had from this season and kept it inside 100 million compared to their prices last season. The prices this year are just absolutely ridiculous. So um, it's definitely a lot more strategy this season. I agree with you, Reedy. So it'll definitely be um, be interesting. But um, we'll move on to the second question now. And I think this one is just aimed for you, Matt, and the one after. It's from David from Bonus Bank. And he asks if Salah and Mane as a double up is viable um, and is a back four an option, especially if you have four attacking fullbacks starting. Yeah, let's... I think the Salah and Mane double up at this stage is probably not viable. Um, you know, Salah's 12 and a half. Um, Mane's about 12 million himself. So, you know, I think these early days, you need Bruno, Salah, um, you know, in terms of the premiums. And then you've got to keep one eye out and potentially looking at getting Harry Kane in there um, or Lukaku. So I probably would say, you know, having that double up is probably not quite viable right now. But, you know, that obviously depends on, on how Liverpool's form goes but right now I'd, I'd say no um and then in terms of a back four um definitely something that you can have um especially if you've got four fullbacks um you know Cresswell Digne uh Trent Luke Shaw you know you've got four players that attack get assists and get goals so yeah back four is definitely viable and even even a back uh, back five I think this season yeah, absolutely. It's a really good point for that question. A lot of people going with the back four to start the season, I think. We'll move on to the third and final question now. It's from JC99 underscore. And I'll just make the point again. These questions are from our Discord. We'll be asking, you know, if you're in on the uh, the podcast discussion channel and um, you can pop your questions in there. And if we pick it, we'll answer it on the on the podcast as we're doing so now. But he's, he says, teams with the best start to the season, he reckons Leicester and Liverpool with four out of six green fixtures. Um, that's the first question. And then he says, what's the best time to use your two wild cards during the season? So I'll leave that one for you again, Matt. Yeah, cool. So um, with the uh, yeah with the wild cards, one, I'd probably say um, really just depends on how your team's performing early on. So yeah, there's various strategies with wild cards. Um, but I usually say with the first one, it's kind of more of a refresh. So you want to refresh your original team. So I'd say after the international break is quite a, a common one. Um, and then, yeah, the second wild card, I'd probably say the uh, the double game week is probably the best one to, to look out for. Yeah, absolutely. And then, if you know, we'll get started with the, uh, the questions are out of the way now and we'll get on to the, the actual the guru section, the bit that even myself, I'm sitting here tentatively just waiting to hear the, uh, we'll start with the differentials, mate. So differentials and um, for people that don't know as we classify them and a lot of people do is players that are under the ownership of 10%. So um, who do you think are the best differentials for game week one, mate? Yeah, look, I've got, I've got a, a few on the list today. So the first one, I'm going to go with Matt Target, who we mentioned in, I think he's in Statman's team. Um, so we're going to go with uh, Watford at home, so he's 9.9% owned, 138 points last season. I think he's a great option for Villa in that defence and gets forward with uh, with goals and assists. Um, second differential, I'm going to go with Jimenez against Leicester. 
Um, obviously, we spoke about, I really spoke about Wolves and not being too sure, but I think Leicester have got a lot of injuries in their defence this week. Uh, it's a bit makeshift. Jimenez is back. He's he scored in pre-season. He's 3.9% owned. And, you know, I think he's really one to watch this year when he gets the starts back. He, he's, you know, a real strong FPL player. Um, very low ownership. And then another uh, differential at 6.8%. Again, we spoke about him tonight. Callum Wilson at home to West Ham. Uh, seven and a half million. And that's a team, I believe, Elliot, you can correct me, but it's the team he scored most of his goals against or likes to score a lot of goals against. Absolutely, mate. He's got a positive goal-to-game record against West Ham. So, it's you know, it's, it's his favourite team to play against. He said that last season on his debut um, for Newcastle. He said it's just a team that he loves to play against. So, fingers crossed he's going to be doing more of the same. Let's hope so. And then with my uh, my last one, I've gone with Sadio Mane. Um, 4.3% away to Norwich. I think it's a good alternative to Salah. Um, I wouldn't have him with Salah, but I think if it's someone you want to do completely different, you don't want to own Salah, then 4.3% um, ownership away at Norwich is uh, yeah, extremely low. So that's, uh, that's my differentials. Yeah, some really good picks there. And I think a lot of people out there are really hoping that Jimenez can, you know, get back his form this season, not just for, for fantasy, but for him as a player as well. You know, obviously had that horrific uh, injury last season. But um, we'll move on to the, the brand new enabler section. So uh, we've got that for this season now. He's going to pick his, his favourite enabler for uh, for game week one to take it away. It's got to be uh, Samikas from Liverpool, I think. Four million, um, you know, expecting him to start and, yeah, that's a huge enabler for, for this game week. And it's probably going to be the sort of the same enabler for at least the first sort of three or four game weeks, I, I expect. Yeah, he's definitely going to be finding his way into a lot of people's teams. He's not one that a lot of people would have thought they'd be having in their teams for game week one. But, um, you know, injuries find their way and a lot of people have gone with him. So we'll move on to your captain picks now. And now we'll start with just your normal captain picks and then we'll go to your curveball. So take away your captain picks, mate. It's got to be Bruno uh, against Leeds. Um, you know, I think last season he did get a couple of pens in that game. And, you know, I'm expecting sort of similar sort of numbers from him in, in this fixture. Being at a derby against Leeds, quite fiery. There's going to be fans back in the stadium. So, yeah, he's definitely up there in the captains for me. Um, and then Salah kind of speaks for itself. Um, and then moving on with uh, Havertz, I'm going to put in there. I'm not too sure. Um, but I think we've got to have a Chelsea player in there with, with that Palace fixture. Um, and then I'm going to go with Danny Ings um, for Villa away at Watford. I think, you know, he'll, he'll hit the ground running this weekend. He absolutely will do, mate. We can all, um, you know, sit here and hope and pray that Ings does start to score for Villa. And then finally, we'll go with your curveball captain, mate. So take it away. Yeah, look, I know he's, he's highly owned. So, um, you know, it's a, but it's a curveball in the fact I don't think many people are going to have this guy as their captain. I'm going to go Tony. Um, you know, I had a sort of thing, had a few other players on there, but then I thought push comes to shove. I think Tony, you know, Brentford's first game in the Premier League, um, you know, he got all those goals in the championship. I think, you know, we might see him hit the ground running in, in this fixture, sort of first game of the week as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's a good pick. Arsenal are, you know, known to give away a fair few penalties and, you know, fouls in and around the box as well. So it'll be definitely an interesting one and one that a lot of people will be keeping their eye on. But um, that wraps up the, the first guru section of the season. We've just got a question now, which I guess we can actually ask you. And he, uh, we've got a question from Hardcore Ali and he says, what's the best time to triple captain in the season? Yeah, I think traditionally it's just wait until those double game weeks, which you normally get in the second half of the season. Um, so, yeah, I'd be waiting for, for a double game week. 
Um, but then in saying that, like in my uh, my history, I've um, you know, kind of just gone with my gut on a, on a sort of weekend when I think a team's going to kind of hammer the other one. I've done the Aguero v Newcastle stuff before, but um, yeah, look, traditionally I'd just wait till those double game weeks are announced towards the end of the season. Yeah, we're going to move on swiftly now. And uh, thank you for your time, Guru, after that Aguero comment. But um, that wraps up the Guru section. So thank you, mate. So as we announced last week, we're super happy to, you know, kick off the season with our partnership with Bonus Bank. Um, If you're not aware, Bonus Bank is a membership website and app that um, basically shows you how to make guaranteed profit by, you know, taking advantage of uh, of bookmaker promotions. To be clear, it's not gambling and it's not a tips to service, but it's quickly becoming Australia and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle. Um, Members are making an average of $2,500 profit in their first 60 days of membership. So, you know, if you're over 18 and you're eligible to, what are you doing? Why are you not joining them? And um, again, it's completely free. But if you do want to go premium with it, make sure you use the code FPL Addicts to receive a 25% discount on your first month's membership. And um, see the link in our details um, and you'll learn how to make your first $70 profit with uh, with Bonus Bank. So now that that is out of the way as well, um, again, we're just so happy to be partnered with Bonus Bank for the season. But we'll move on to another new section that we've got for the podcast this season. It is the hot topic section. And we'll have to make it fairly quick because um, we're a little bit pressed for time. But um, I'll just go around and sort of ask. We'll start with you, Matt. Um, there's a lot of speculation at the minute around Bruno Fernandes. Are you Bruno or are you Bruno is the question. Uh, at the moment, I was I'm I'm Bruno, I'm Bruno at the moment, as in yes, yes to Bruno right now. Yeah, it's a fair call, mate. Ollie, are you, are you much the same? <laughs> he loves being on mute. He loves being on mute. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've not got much to say. Yeah, keep it succinct. I am. I'm uh, Bruno in. Yeah, I'm absolutely Bruno in as well. Jack, are you are you much the same? I'm not going to assume that you're going to differentiate from from a yes. You'll never have to ask me that question, mate. Of course, he's in. <laughs> Absolutely. And really, maybe the one that will probably be most uh, apprehensive to have him in his team as, as a Liverpool fan. Are you Have you going to go with Bruno for this season? <laughs> He's another one that loves to be on mute, isn't he? Come on, Reedy. I'm back. I'm back. Bruno chance <laughs> that he's uh, not going to be in my team, basically. He's in. He's in. I think you got yeah. muted after that uh, Sigurdsson shout <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, and we'll move on to you, Statman Dave, for the, the last one. Are you going to make it a clean sweep? Bruno Fernandes, yes or no? Mate, he was my first pick, so absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people, um, you know, he's going to be one of the most owned players this season. I think him and Salah, um, if they can keep it up, are definitely going to be the two most owned uh, in the league. But we'll move on to, to the second one now. And um, I'll go to you first, Guru, because um, I know you flagged a fair few. But, um, you know, a lot of people are quite invested in these um, four million defenders. But, you know, there can actually be a, a couple of downsides with these sorts of players. Um, so there's a lot of benefits and there's a lot of um, potential risks. So are you sort of, um, you know, going to go heavy with the four million defenders, do you think? Or are you sort of a bit apprehensive to sit back? Uh, I think early on I'll, I'll put a few in that I know are going to start before wild card sort of time. It's a good time to have them. No more money for the rest of your squad. You get some cheap 
um, starters in some decent teams. And, um, you know, it's good to have a few plans of wildcard early, I think, as well. Um, but, yeah, like you said, there is some negatives to that as well, which is, you know, low sell-on value down the track. Um, and they'll likely just become squad players as well. So, but, yeah, early doors, I'm going to have a few in. Yeah, absolutely. And Jack, are you much the same? Because I think a lot of people, um, you know, they're, they're seeing Amati and Samikas, you know, sort of playing and they're just like, got to get them in my team to, you know, sort of free up um, the funds to get to get the, the premium assets in. So are you much the same? Yeah, I've got I've got two four million defenders in mind at the minute, but that's purely because I'm trying to squeeze everyone in for the start at 11. Um, but I think if you can even get away with a couple of stars like uh, Smikas, I think if he, if he can come in and play a few games and still get some points on the board for you, even as a if he's on the bench, still think it's a good option to do. But yeah, that starting eleven's gone. You know, I'm, I've invested in there, but like I think Reedy said earlier, um, I've gone heavy in there to to you know, get as much value in that starting eleven as possible. But I think it's just something to be aware of. You know, having a, one or two players who can, who are going to actually start. So maybe you just go have a think about that and definitely I will over the next 48 hours. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that wraps up the, the hot topic section for this podcast. But as the season progresses, there'll be a lot more to talk about and a lot more controversy. So, uh, you know, keep an eye out for the hot topic section this season. So just before we wrap up today, I've got a quick fire question for everyone just off the top of their head. No research needed. We'll start with you, Guru. Who's going to be the top scorer in FPL this season? There we go. That's three out of everyone muted. (laughs) (laughs) I think you just keep asking the ones who get muted, mate. Son this season. Sorry, boys. Everyone's a bit rough. Son. Yeah, once Kane goes, I think he's going to have the penalties. So um, his score is going to rocket. That's a, it's a very fair call and, you know, no Kane to take his bonus points as well. So it's going to be the, the Son show for the season, maybe. But, um, Ollie, you sounded quite surprised by that one. Who are you sort of picking for the, the top scorer? Uh, I'm going to go with tried and trusted Mohamed Salah. I think he's class and I think he'll um, get top score again. Yeah, well, for me, it's um, it's, it's pretty similar player in terms of ability. It's, it's Jeff Hendrick. He's just got to be the top scorer for the season. He's a top enabler, that guy. You're a joker, mate. You're an absolute joker. <laughs> it absolutely has to be him for this season. Jack, are you, are you going with Bruno Fernandes? Ooh, I'll get, no, I'm going to go with Salah. Salah. Reedy, are you going to agree with Salah? It's got to be Moa, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, and uh, Statman, is it going to be a fairly clean, fairly clean sweep for Salah? No, I'm on the Bruno train. I think somebody's got to. Go on, me. Bruno. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got four Salas, one Jeff Hendrick and one Bruno Fernandez to wrap up the oh, podcast. So thank, <laughs> so thank you very much for listening and watching. That brings us to the end of the Game Week 1 preview show. We'll be back live Friday the 13th at 9pm uh, Melbourne time and 12 o'clock midday uh, UK time for the FPL Addicts Draft Show with myself, the panel and a few new faces as well. Should be loads of fun so feel free to join us there and uh, you know help us with our picks. Just a reminder that the free mini code is 1KS RYW, as mentioned previously. And for any inquiries about the paid league or Discord channel, head to www.e-sportslive.com.au slash FPLaddicts. But until then, good luck with game week one. Take care, stay safe. Goodbye for now.